Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Stephen. And this is In a Barbie World. A podcast where we look at every Barbie movie from 1987 to the present day. From fairy tales to literary classics. From Mariposa to Mamadia. It's time to get unboxed. Readjust your lippy. Rock the ball gown. And let's get our Barbie on. Barbie presents Thumbelina. That's a first, I think. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it and 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 quite right too because this film's got nothing to do with Barbie apart from and the framing sequence. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I was when I was thinking this week after watching it, my, I, I actually wrote notes, which is quite rare for me. You, normally, I trust that you've got notes. You'll give it. You'll give it structure, and I'll just off yeah. the cuff from my from my memory of watching it. This this week. <laughs> For reasons, I watched it on a Friday. I said, oh, I'll write some notes. And and my first note is, what the fuck is this? What, yes. is, what has this got to do with Thumbelina at all? It might Literally. be... And, and, yeah. And, well, let's, let's, let's start, because I don't want to colour the show with the fact that this is a weird one. It's a, it's a really... It's a really weird one. I'm excited to get into it because you've hinted already at how you feel. <laughs> hinted. <laughs> Outright said it. <laughs> um, so, like, I, we begin with the DVD menu, which is my favourite part of most Barbie movies. Um, this one has lots... It has Twillaby Fun as an option, which I've not tried out yet. So uh, I'll let you know if I ever do. Um, but it's it's the main Twillaby Thumbelina talking to us and she's like great you're gonna start the movie or whatever oh it's one of them yeah i so so i can't complain about my dvd not working this month this week this episode because i don't have it so i had to Uh? rent it off amazon i i refuse to go high definition which may have also affected my viewing pleasure because (laughs) once you press play my second thought was what the fuck is this it's yeah. It looks awful. It's it's ugly. It's it's really ugly. Um, the designs are weird and ugly. Like, yeah, we have a cute opening credit scene, which I was excited about because we hadn't had one of them for a while. Yeah, it was like James Bond, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, in in that it sort really of silhouette. I mean, the music wasn't. I, I can't remember what I said about the music. Um, let me have a look. Because again. Um, yeah, James Bond visuals is what I said at the nice. beginning, and you know, I'm not really sure what they were going for, but that was kind of nice. That was kind of yeah, different. Yeah, it was reminiscent of like Twelve Dancing Princesses had a similar sort of thing. Yeah, but the music was really good for the Twelve Dancing Princesses, whereas this wasn't. Um, and then we have our our sort of bookend structure again, but it's not. Barbie speaking to Shelley. No, because we, you know, as, as you know, last time was the last time that would ever happen. But doesn't it mean they're not was... going to keep up with it. Yeah, I, and I didn't expect to see it, so I was like pleasantly surprised. But it was so short, and it was like Barbie speaking to like a group of people, children, sorry. Yeah. Who were like the third word in the entire movie was like environment so i was like okay i see where this one's going yeah so barbie um, appears to be like a, a school teacher and she's got them a handful of kids out in a field or something like that that she seems to have some kind of role looking after the 
ugliest, creepiest children ever put to animation. The heads sort of wobble around and nothing quite works. They're clunky. It's like, let's be honest, the the animation for these movies has never been anywhere near good. No, I mean, and it's not, you know, it's not Pixar or DreamWorks. And I think last episode, I think you said other, you know, I know I had a thing about the cat model being bad. But other than that, you know, we, we accept Barbie's a doll. And they're, they're always trying to get that. But, yeah. but I think I remember in a very early episode, I sort of likened some of the animation to like a 90s video game cutscene, right? Yeah. But this is now what, 2008? Yeah. And it looks like a 1980s video game cutscene. Yeah. It's, it's dreadful. And maybe paying the extra pound and watching it in high definition, it'll look better. But I don't I think so. It. No, yeah. and the movement of the characters is weird. It's just, and when we get into the film later on, the weird universe it lives in of empty space that hasn't yeah. been filled in. But yeah, so we get, you know, Bar- Barbie's here. She's instead of Shelley Kelly, we've got a whole bunch of new, whole bunch of them kids. That and they're they're fine. Much they they set the tone for what the characters in this movie are going to be like. Where they'll be like. The script has told me to bully you, but now I've stopped because Barbie said to, like, one of them's like, you really want to plant that tree? It's so small. And and then we get into our main theme, which they try and push, which kind of isn't the main theme, but it's kind of the, the takeaway that, that Barbie's trying to push as the moral lesson, which is even the smallest person can make a big difference. So Kelly Shelley, whoever wants to plant the tiny little tree, like a sapling compared to like a little tree. And everyone's like, ah, why are you doing that? And it's like, fuck off, it was one of the options. Like, leave me- kids are so fucking dumb. We <laughs> <each other. laughs> like, fuck off. Um, and Barbie's like, leave her alone. And everyone's like, but it's so small, Barbie. And she's like, well, yes, but... Even the smallest tree can make a big difference. Firstly, what is this obsession with things be like things that are good have to be big? Like, don't get that into your head, kids, because you'll just end up disappointed. And secondly, wh- what? Yeah, it, what can a small tree do? Yeah, small. Well, and 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 it will grow to be big, or it'll die. That's a better lesson. His yeah. nature is tough, kids, and, yeah. and 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 nature is ruthless. And some and some things are big, and some you know small things come in good things come in small packages. There's another truism yeah. for you. But it was just weird. Like I didn't understand what they were doing. They're in a random field, yeah. but you can't go around planting random trees in fields at, at a whim. Really and odd. and where would this go? Are they going to come back in a hundred years to see it big them being a tree? I just, yeah. I know, I know stuff like this does happen, but if you want to, I just didn't understand the purpose of the lesson, and you're right. No, the, and it the, was linked weirdly to the main story. Yeah, and the moral because, of the story is just fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, then she links into like, I once gather round everyone. Um, I'm going to tell you a story about someone who was also very, very small. And again, Thumbelina's smallness has nothing to do with the plot of this movie. Like, it's so weird. Um, I don't know why they're obsessed with the smallness. Anyway, Thumbelina is grotesque. Like, she's literally the ugliest main character we've had. They're like Funko Pops 
Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, it's not Barbie, by the way. So yeah. that's it. We're done with Barbie now to the epilogue. Yeah. It, this, this isn't Barbie as Thumbelina. This is just a, this is just Thumbelina. Just, just, just Thumbelina, There's... but not Hans Christian Andersen's Thumbelina. <clears throat> well, she's no fucking Thumbelina I've ever heard of before. Why call her Thumbelina? Honestly, there was no need to call her Thumbelina. And let's face it, Thumbelina is the only one with a vaguely decent name in this film. Oh my god! But from beginning to end, there seems to be some random name generator which has happened at Barbie Central. Yes, (laughs) everybody. That's got a stupid name where there are thousands and thousands of perfectly acceptable names which could have worked, but her two mates. No, we're here with Janessa. And Chrisella. And it's Chrisella, isn't it? I can't remember. Whatever. God, they're not names. They're not. They're just. And and they, and they're not just not names. They have no. So if Thumbelina is hinting at that she's little in the size of a thumb. Okay. Janessa and Chrisella mean nothing. They're like shit fantasy names. Like you're a child. And they're like these. Up a story. They're like these. The shit fancy names are perfect. And, and yeah, and all of them are like these tiny little Funko Pops with these big heads and shit hair and... Like sunken eyes yeah. and like weird lines around their mouth but below their nose that makes them look haggard. Yeah, and the whole story wants them to be able to fly. Oh my God. So why not just give the fucking things wings instead of flowers? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it opens with Thumbelina presenting her and her two friends made up wings. Like she's like handcrafted some wings that they have to wear on their back like a rucksack and slip their little handies into some like grips to then be able to flap about. But every time they need to make a long journey, they, they, they use another method to fly. They don't use this method. So, and there's no, there's no fairytopia aspect of like, and then they earn, like, you can't get wings. They're not odd for not having wings. They're just, they're just things that don't have wings, except that in this story, they decided to give three of them, like, shit handmade wings that don't help, except when the plot needs it to. And again, it just introduces this, like, lack of consistency and Mm. this, like, utterly bizarre way of doing things. It, it, it just, I mean... Again, I assume they're in there for the toys, right? And the toys, I haven't done a checkup on this because yeah. I think so, so. They're all so. There's this race of creatures called Twillabies. Again, cringe. But um, <laughs> I, 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 and they've never. And you know, again, spoilers. I don't think this has ever come up again. I don't think we're the only two people who weren't sold on this. And I'm guessing they were going for a Polly Pocket or something like that kind of feel. Oh my god, it's so true, yeah. And it's just, they're just ugly designs. It's ugly animation. The colours are all oversaturated. And this isn't Barbie. This has got nothing to do with Barbie. Yeah, you're right. Even the dolls look different. They've you know what they're trying to look like they're trying to look like brats yeah and and again we spoke in the first episode that you know the, the barbie movies are almost a reaction to the sort of multimedia success of brats right mm-hmm. and but this is the first time and they're they're big-headed dead-eyed things as well fashionistas yeah they've got a passion for fashion Stephen. Uh, yeah i i to be honest i kind of <laughs> like 
my my guess I think my girls had some brats and I kind of like that faux 90s attitude that they've got <laughs> that, that girl power with the peace sign and occasionally like I've turned on the tv and some it's either brats or something similar with like a horror theme going on which I guess are inspired by but I sometimes watch that and think yeah that's all right you know it'll passes the time but this is just horrible and yeah it do you know what it feels like? Maybe I should wait to the conclusion. This feels like a TV show. It doesn't feel like a movie. Yeah. It... It's true. It's weird. It's really odd. It's really different. And it's it's fine. And and it would work if they'd just been fairies. Yeah, fine. just make them fucking fairies. Because we had those like weird sea butterflies that lived in Fairytopia. I assumed this would be another like knockoff thing from that mm. universe but they're not they've insisted that they're the twillabies which by the way drinking game every time they say twill twiller twillaby twiltastic twill 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 twillaby village yeah um like yeah it just it's too they live in like a little den of flowers in the middle of a field and they're they have an annual, I assume it's annual, I'm not entirely sure, ritual where the flowers bloom and lots of new twillabies are born from the flower, which is the only thing that is retained from the original Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale, yeah. that they're born in flowers. I wrote down, they're like, they live in like, an, it's like a Thermoscheria Amazon society where there's only female yeah. things that are born from, although at the very end we do see male twillabies there's like a couple of yeah male but i was thinking that, i mean that's kind of interesting and all you know i get i get again like i said last time i get the audience no yeah. one no one's gonna buy a boy doll of this right but yeah. but just i had so many questions and i was worrying so much about twillaby society i nearly missed the rest of the film <laughs> How does this work? Why, why are these things being born? Why yeah. why do they look like little girls? I didn't. But, yeah, it's, and it's I'm, creepy. I was taking it too seriously, but completely. And and there was a point halfway through the movie that I was starting to get frustrated with some stuff, and then I was like, Emily, remember what you and your sister quote to each other like all the time, even here at the age of thirty. It's like dumb stupid lines from from knockoff animation from the like late 90s early 2000s the adults at the time probably didn't find funny or interesting but you were like obsessed with and like that's what this is providing it's providing a service it yeah absolutely and and i think my fundamental disappointment comes from you know we've seen some fairly good films and stories and we've disagreed on a couple and one we hated because it was just shit but I think this is the first time I've been disappointed from beginning to end and it worries me where this is going (laughs) this is the thing I'm really worried because we're also reaching we've got we've got Barbie and the Three Musketeers next which I'm fucking pumped for so if Mm. anyone's going to be disappointed it's probably going to be me next week um and that's we come to the first we finish the first phase mm. of barbie movies it's like the mcu yeah before the mcu was even a thing 
It is. And again, again, I haven't dug too deep into this, but we we're, we're two two movies a year. It's got you know, we're gonna get to three a year eventually, but at the moment it's two a year, different people are working on different things. I don't mind them trying different stuff, you know. I liked um yeah. I liked um the one set in high school and that was very yeah. different and a very different animation so oh, you didn't care for it much but at least it didn't i don't think you complained about no, it it wasn't bad yeah but it wasn't it wasn't how it was put together it just didn't yeah. resonate with you whereas this is dreadful and just doesn't deserve to be i it's you know what it is it's thin yeah it's, it's just it's, so thin it's and a, hollow it's a 30 minute tv show and i wonder if we're going to see more of this so as we get to the end where things are based in the Barbie Dreamhouse TV show and stuff like that. Mm. I wonder if that's what we're going to start feeling. Anyway, no. come on, let's we we just get, let's get to the meat of the story. Oh boy! Because so I because like... I'm going to just like diss on so much on this one. Yeah, and, and halfway through this movie, I was enjoying it, and I mm. was like, "Wow, do we have undertone themes of colonialism and slavery?" And then five minutes later, I was like, "No." No, we don't. No. And, no. and 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 as as much as I detest the visuals in this and there's a couple more to go yet, it's the it's the general thinness of the plot which just feels like a it's like you know like when you go and watch a comedy film that's based on a a sitcom. And it yeah. and it just doesn't work when you stretch it out over an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It that's what it feels like. It feels like there is a Twillaby there could be a Twillaby's T V show and this is Twillaby's the movie. And yeah. it's not stretched out enough. Anyway, okay. there we are. Thumbelina, Janessa, Chrisella, fucking around in their They're stupid... around. They're establishing their, like, personalities, which is, like, brave, neurotic, and um, ADHD. And then the... We're introduced to the, to the, to the watership down, to the fern gully. Uh, a big crane's gonna dig up the field. And we're introduced to this via two parents who as characters are baffling to me i could not get my head around them i was like are you the parents from Coraline, but in color are you the charlie and the chocolate factory parents are you for antagonists they're just nice and they're so nice yeah and 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 the only carrot, any slightly bad thing, which is quickly forgotten about, by the way, is that the mother doesn't like little insects and things. She carries around oh a fly God, swat, it, it, and it comes to there nothing. There are so many plants in this movie, literally and yeah. figuratively, that don't pay off. I know you just you thought you'd, I you know I was imagine ah oh, there'll be a scene where she's swatting Thumbelina well, she's later. She's trying to swat Thumbelina, but no, no. So they're meant to be, you know, it's in, like. It's, you know what it is? It's like somebody started writing this movie and then they got fired and somebody had to pick up the pieces and continue it. So everything that's laid down, this is why I was enjoying it for the first half because we're introduced to these parents who are very Veruca Salty where the McKenna, who's their child, she's just like, you know, quite well done for, for what this is as a child that's just like constantly competing with her snobby rich friend. She's snobby and rich. Her parents have completely consumed and focused on work and they're just like, yeah, of course, honey, whatever you want, you'll get. Um, and it and it's, it's all laid down quite nicely, but then it just, nothing happens with it. There's no real anything. 
Yeah, as 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 we'll get to. But yeah, so they've come in their car with a with a digger, and and there's another thing. So there's this there's this big so there's a there's some sort of construction people that have come with them. So oh they God. they they both the mum and dad appear to be architects or something like that, and they're going to build a factory. Don't know what the factory sells. Yeah, don't know what the factory what builds. For? are they are they planning to do the manufacturing in this factory it's never none of it's made clear and by the way that's not how architecture works yeah. <laughs> um and and they bring along a sort of a heavy set construction trope and he's got a female a female lady who's also in construction yeah. which is really cool it's so cool like i really really noticed that so that you've got the sort of main guy that's like I'm just, oh, my favourite thing is digging up fields and hating flowers. And making things and flat. These, yeah. <laughs> and then you've got these three, like, goons, as it were, that, like, one of them's British. There's, like, a double act, and then there's, like, a woman as well. And they're a bit, like, dumb. And they're just sort of like the guys in Fern Gully. Like, this is shit Fern Gully, basically. Um, there's, like, the guys from Fern Gully, and they're just like, oh, duh, 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 the whole time. And, like, there's, like, not enough of them to establish them as anything, but too much of them for how insignificant they are. Yeah, and and basically the big sort of main goon becomes eventually the bad guy. But, yeah, he's like the third act villain, I guess. Yeah, but, you know, he works for the parents. He's yeah. paid to do whatever the fuck the, he's paid to do. The whole thing <laughs> is like, this was your idea in the first place. Yeah. Like, you wanted to do this so they want to break up the field and turn it into a factory well unobtainium (laughs) it's like minecraft right that's what they're gonna (laughs) do um and uh it begins with mckenna just being like desperately trying to outdo her rich friend who's just been given an island that she now owns and she's there's literally a line that's like there's some people like living on it or whatever, but I'm sure I'll be able to get them off soon because it's my island now. And she pretty much shows you a picture of like New Zealand. Yeah. Um, uh, which is in, and I was like, oh, like this is why I was like colonialism. Mm. Like, let's go. Uh, but no, we don't do that. That would be too much. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So and and so the digger, and and for some reason, again, this isn't how florists work but they dig up using a digger a, a, a load of flowers which catches our three Twillaby our Twillaby trio yes and they end up back in Michaela's apartment yes uh, but they all got trapped and there's a whole thing about one of them getting stuck in it by the way sorry we've talked about them flying right with wings mm. but they've mm. got magic powers that enables them to levitate what was yeah they can like <laughs> climb plants and vines they can make shit grow yeah they're like they're like they're like shit poison ivy from batman yeah. um but again it's only vaguely built upon the, the rules are so bizarre mm. make up no sense um then they went all fucking out as they always do with this fucking dog there's like oh hang on there's like 8 minutes right hold on We've forgotten the other thing. You know I slagged off Chuzzlewit the cat. Oh yeah, I literally put the same thing. Yeah, Lola the fucking budgerigar is the worst character. It's a hummingbird. Oh, that's right, that's what it is. Remember, I didn't recognise a fucking butterfly in a previous film. (laughs) (coughs) But she, it's like, 
Firstly, the character model doesn't move other than flap its wings. And yeah. then they treat it like Lassie. What's that girl? Oh my god. Somebody's trapped do. down the well. It can't talk. It can't do anything. It's so and, pointless. And, it's it's a method of transport, which again, they have wings. <laughs> yeah, it's just and, and yeah, that's right. So so the wings wings are more like gliding, aren't they? Or falling with which, style. Which is very on brand for Thumbelina, by the way, because John Blue's Thumbelina, everyone's problem with that is that she doesn't get on the fucking bird. So. Yeah. I, I, I get it. But yeah, basically, this bird, Lola, who Thumbelina can understand, but it doesn't talk, and it's horrible, and it's ugly, carries along a, a vine or something that they hold on to for long-distance travel. That's the um, yeah. that's the thing. But then, so that's Animal 1, and then Animal 2, what did you say last time? I, I, I slagged off Chuzzlewit, and you did talk about Sonic the Hedgehog Teeth. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's yeah. play that again. Yeah. It's the fucking annoying dog from that other movie, you know, where they, were, they found him in the field. And it's even worse. Honestly, it's probably the worst dog we've seen. And I fucking hated the dogs in the Diamond Castle because they did like break dancing. Oh, and yeah. But, and I had to remind myself of the break dancing dogs because I was like, is this my least favourite dog? And I, I think the Diamond Castle is still up there because they did break down. And there's two of them. Lot. At least there's only one of these. There were two of them. But but this one is it ugly. It's like Sonic Teeth as a dog with Sonic Teeth. It's like it moves weird, it defies gravity, the character conviction doesn't make sense, it, it hates everything and then it loves everything. It's and it's it's horrible, God, it's adorable. They go oh. all out there. Whoever was, like some intern was clearly doing the dog and they were like, I'm going to make my, stake my claim here in the Barbie movies and like put all my comedy shtick into this fucking dog. So the dog does, the dog acts like fucking Wile E. Coyote. Yep. Like it's pulling <laughs> off shit, it's pausing, looking into camera, and like, it's fuck, I fucking hated it. <laughs> no, a hundred, hundred percent, this is, I know, I, I was just recovering from the awful bird. And then the dog came. At least the dog can move. And 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 again, Thumbelina can talk to it, but it can't talk back. Yeah. Um. No one can understand it except that sometimes Michaela seems to be able to talk to it as well. But maybe that's but just McKenna. McKenna. No, you're right. It's a fucking nonsense name. Michaela would be They're better. All fucking stupid names. Yeah, it is McKenna. You're quite right. And but as with every character in this movie, other than Thumbelina, it just changes what they're like. Scene to scene, motivations, like, personality. Oh my god, it's literally like the script says that I do this now, so I guess that's what I do. And mm. it, it just means that there's absolutely no stakes and there's no convictions. Like, I liked the parents. I liked that they were corporate Coraline parents, but they were also Veruca Salt parents where they would just be like, they would come off the phone and be like, okay, okay, I'm listening, I'm listening. Yep, whatever you want, you've got it. And then go back to the phone and... It seemed colder than if they were to just ignore her. Um, oh, and they live in a weird walled city, right? Oh my god! Which so it's like this really. Uh, it's quite a fun modernist building they live in. I don't know. Oh, if it's mod- a beautiful building. It's the nicest and place it, anyone's and ever it, lived. And it seems to, but it seems to be on the edge of a bigger city. Yeah, it's like but a there's, penthouse apartment in an apocalyptic. Yeah, but like, there's sci-fi but city. there's like a it's like a walled city because many miles away there seems to be a wall around the outside. 
to keep the nature out. No one else seems to live there apart from McKenna's. It is McKenna. I've got it right this time. It's like a, it's like a video game. It's weird. It's like not been completed. It's like Sims, like an early version yes. of The Sims, where the whole where where you were just stuck in that one house, and it's not yeah. till later versions that it becomes out, bigger. You couldn't see your neighbours. Yeah, yeah, that's what it. That's what it feels like, and yes, so there's no. I mean, I just I just wrote down Logan's Run because it just felt like no way that that's just an enclosed city and then <laughs> oh, there's the whole Logan's outside. Run. I fucking love Logan's Run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's not go there. Or we'll never finish the show, will we? But um, yeah, there, there is something futuristic and post-apocalyptic about it. And again, that would be fun. I mean, it's probably a bit much to ask for a movie about Barbie, but I had so many questions. I want to see Barbie do Logan's Run now. I just I want, want to see Barbie in a post-apocalyptic future. Oh my god! It might happen yes. in one of the future ones. I don't know, but fingers crossed. Maybe that's what Barbie: A Fashion Fairy Tale's about. Yeah. Oh, uh, almost, Maybe. almost certainly. But um, <laughs> just, just you, you made a really good point earlier where you described it. Somebody sort of started on the script, got the beats down, and then left or fired, yeah. and someone else has picked it up. But rather than complete it. They've just decided that's it. That's the that's the final draft. Let's go on yeah, with it. Like they, yeah, it's like they ran out of time and they were mm. just like, yep, whatever. Whatever anyone needs to do for the next thing to happen, we'll just do that. We've got a deadline. No this development. Needs, this needs to be out in November. Go. Yeah, literally. And it's currently October. Like, mm. That's the vibe. I mean, so McKenna is introduced to Twillaby. And, and again, Barbie bo- movies do often do this very well. They... They, because they're so short, they move things along quickly and they do that by reacting in ways that make sense rather than feeling the need to drag it out. So, so, so I keep wanting to call her Twillaby. Thumbelina overhears that McKenna's parents want to rip up the field. So she immediately confronts McKenna. And we know that this because she's brave. Again, it's, this is still the first person with their first draft. She's brave, so we know that she's not afraid to confront humans. So she immediately comes around and is like, hey, you can't do that. That sucks. And McKenna is like, again, very realistically, what is this? Is this like a prototype robot that my parents have had made for me? Like, um, she like moves around and shakes it around. She's like, how are you talking to me? Like, this is really bizarre. And then she she learns what she is and she's like, oh my God, amazing. Like, no one else is going to have anything like this. Again, all all stuff that I was on board with. You know, it's not fucking oscar worthy but i was like yeah great great stuff because that so easily could have been worse (laughs) um this is fine for what's happening right now but then i literally can't even remember how they're how they become like friends well it just just suddenly it happens and this this is the thing so they spent five minutes building up mckenna to be a selfish little brat with her island and and you know she's stuck on her phone all day and she's got these friends who are complete assholes yeah thank you i was gonna use that i was gonna use another inappropriate word and force you to bleep me out but they are horrible um and but mckenna's turn into oh actually thumbelina you're really great i must help you and um and 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 any less nothing is earned in this movie no no exactly nothing is laid down and learned because she's like because it starts off really well. Thumbelina's like, tell your... But she she clocks up. She notices. You know, show, don't tell. It's very good stuff. She notices that McKenna... What McKenna wants, McKenna gets. 
So she's like, okay, tell your parents that you want them to not dig up the field. And McKenna like humors her, where she's like, okay, mom, dad, can you like not build the factory? And they're like, yeah, sure, honey. As soon as the factory's built, we'll not build the factory. And it's like funny and it's cute. And you're like, hey, now what? And that's clearly what the scriptwriter thought because they were like, well, she has to stop the factory. So I guess she just will now. Like, like it's bizarre. Like there's no reason why suddenly McKenna is like, like she, she like, I guess what they would argue if the scriptwriter was here, they would be like, well, you know, Thumbelina grows those blueberries and and feeds them to a dog but never feed fruit to a dog by the way well <laughs> i googled that <laughs> i was like can dogs have blueberries yes they can yeah they, they, put yeah, they, they can but you shouldn't they they're not yeah. they're not i know i know there are people like howard jones the 80s pop star who invented vegan dog food for his dog but he really shouldn't they're not designed for it but they, they, I mean, it's 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 fine. It depends on your dog and the yeah, diet that abs- you put it on. Absolutely. So my friends have this dog on a very strict, real meat diet. So yeah. you probably couldn't give that thing a blueberry, but you can give my dog a blueberry. Oh, I'm, I, you know, they're not. They'll probably have a little. Well, your your problem is is that your doggy bag that you pick up their poo with is needs to make sure it's definitely not leak proof. Let's just let's just leave it there. But 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 blue <laughs> right. but blueberries are the thing. Growing blueberries apparently is the thing which turns the dog into a mate, in turns McKenna into a mate. <coughs> um first first crisis over. Blueberries. Done, sorted. Um then then so so but before then McKenna's like oh I'm gonna keep you as like my slave and I was like oh I'm really getting these slavery Mm. colonial undertones here but then they're just dropped immediately because she makes some sustainable fashion and (laughs) yes and and everyone's on board with it oh my god yeah she can so not only does she grow these blueberries from some manky looking plant dead twig yeah. yeah she can also grow fashion bags that are better than bags designed by human beings out of leather out it's like, of it's like woven grass yeah bag, and and everyone loses their shit over it and i guess you know it would be kind of cool i can imagine you i can imagine for example creating a, a i think americans call them a purse don't they it's just not what a pocketbook yeah not but it's not what we'd call a purse or indeed a pocketbook it's just it's like but, a clutch bag yeah that's it thank you Lucky one of us is 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 knows knows is known known into fashion or something, but yeah, I could understand if you if you made that out of like a banana leaf or something like that, you know, like I I can see that being both cool and practical. It's not practical to grow it out of grass. It, I don't know why your snobbish friend that just got gifted an island would find it cool though. Uh, That's okay, the thing. Yeah, they're really <laughs> impressed by shit that you wouldn't think these types of characters and maybe it's because they're trying hard to make them not stereotypical but like you know she grows some flowers on a tree and she's like oh my god this is amazing and you're like really because you wanted like a coco chanel clutch a second ago and now you're cool with flowers on a tree right right and then we cut back to the field to our like sub sub characters and they have like a whole conversation which is not unamusing where like they're like smelling the, the flowers and the evil one is like 
do you smell the whimsy or something like it like it's it's not badly written i could have gotten on board with it if they'd done more of it like their dialogue again seemed to be written by somebody that had was like part of the project and wanted to keep slipping their own like sense of humor into it it feels like because because that sense of humor isn't seen anywhere else in the movie it's just with these characters yeah they're they're like comedy foils but they only exist in this field yeah and briefly yeah and <clears throat> and eventually they're gonna get forgotten about Immediately, I don't I, like they don't even have names. No, like, <laughs> no, not even so, our third act villain. I don't think has yeah, a name. Well, he's called he's called like Myron. Oh, because that's another. <sighs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so weird. So the Twillabies take matters into their own hands and like fern gully the equipment. They like throw seeds at it and get it all vined up or whatever. So you're like, okay, fine. Like, we're halting production while Thumbelina tries to convince the head honchos to not make the factory. Okay. And then we're back to Thumbelina. It, like, it, it, it's so empty. It's only a 75-minute movie, but, like, it just, like, it's so empty. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just weird. <laughs> and... Then suddenly... Thumbelina and, and McKenna are, f- are friends now, and McKenna like does her. She like gives her a makeover, by which I mean she puts some like clips in her hair. Yeah. And then and then Thumbelina's like, that's what friendships are all about. It's... That's what true friendship is. <sighs> that explains everything. That explains <laughs> why I'm such a misanthrope because no one put clips in my hair. Oh, I feel I hadn't realised how true to life and the message of this film. I need to look it's at myself. Yes, so stupid. And I have a note here around this time. I was like, this shit is thin, but it might like I love it to pieces. I genuinely have the t-shirt, and I I will die on the hill of defending it. But I do understand that Fern Gully is shit. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty thin. But it's uh, it's but, basically the Godfather compared to this. <laughs> but first of all, yes, and secondly, like it probably got quite a lot of kids into the concept, like a lot of those movies did at the time. Because my God, were there a lot of them? Um, you know, of like saving the rainforests and recycling and the environment and climate change, and and this sort of is trying to do that, but it's not about the wider climate. It's just about this one field but mm. not in like a watership down way just in like a shit way um and so maybe it might get kids thinking about like you know sustainable fashion or not digging up fields because twillabies might live there do, do you know what <laughs> and and it would only have taken 10 minutes right but the twillabies outside of our three thumbelina and her two mates Janessa and Kresha and... Yeah, Janessa and or whatever. I mean, again, call her Chrysanthemum. That would be better. Anyway, um, we never really see anything about Twillaby society other than how people are born, right? Yeah. So if I had... Other than that they exist, and later on we're fine. They don't really need this field anyway. But I... If I would be engaged if I thought, oh, here's a society here... Here's more than three of them. Here's 
here's why you shouldn't knock down this field. There's none of that. It's just that you shouldn't. Yeah. And yeah. And everything's so small. This is a small patch of ground. There's one. I'm going to call it a digger because I'm a five-year-old boy. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there isn't exactly. This isn't exactly knocking down the Amazon rainforest. And no, and we have no idea. Like their ecosystem doesn't keep anything alive. We don't learn about how trees help us breathe. That's right, and and it that. wouldn't have it's taken like, much, would it? It wouldn't have taken no, more than a couple of. Even Fern Gully takes the time to be like, "Don't dig up the trees because of these it, number of reasons." And do you remember? So in the Mermadia films, there's this sense of this world building, yes, right? This and is I such think, good world building. and and you did criticise um, Diamond Castle for its weird world building, where everything it seems to awesome. like a patchwork world of modern and and and, and medieval. And, yeah. yeah, but this has no world building is, other than is, there are some small creatures that can talk yeah it's as hollow as the world is as hollow as the friendships and the plot mm. it's also thin and 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 we we've you know through our explorations over the last 14 15 films i think we've gone to expect more yeah at that you know we might not have enjoyed the story the animation might have been shit the, there might have been breakdancing dogs there might have been weird sexual politics at play there may have been some all sorts of things to criticize but you've just said it it's thin 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 and what was the one where it was like gargamel was the um, magic of the pegasus right yeah i think that was great but i think we talked then about some of the weirdness in the plotting and it would only have taken 15 minutes to fix it yeah. Honestly, I think again, thirty minutes of just reading the script and saying, "Wouldn't it be good if this or that?" Just, just you might mind. not. You might not have even had to animate anymore. You could have yeah. just done a bit of a voiceover or something, yeah. and that's what just stopped me. I, I just it, it's fucking ugly, and and, and and I can't get over that. Every all the colours are oversaturated in it. It. it and it's just so thin and I don't... And there's no bad guy. There's no... Did you ever feel in peril? No, there are no stakes. There's no peril. You you know everything's going to turn out okay because everything is, like, immediately sorted. Mm. And so she she's, McKenna sort of learns about the power of friendship, but, like, not really. She invites her, like, shitty friends over to show off Thumbelina, which... I thought Thumbelina had overheard and knew about, but it's meant to be some shock twist that, like, oh, no, like, Violet, who has a very good design, by the way, very good, like, Regina is, George. Is Violet the blonde um, friend? She's blonde friend, yeah. yeah, that's got the island. So she turns up with this other character that literally has no name and says nothing except, yaha, it's, it's awful. Um, yeah, there's a whole and, Valley and, Girls thing going down with the way they talk, right? It, yeah. yeah. And then, and then McKenna was gonna show them Thumbelina as like a prize, like a toy or whatever, and then decides not to. But it's like Thumbelina overhears that, and like, I don't. Again, why does Thumb? I, I, like, I don't even know why Thumbelina ran away. I have no I idea know. what. Because Ma- the plot told her, the script told her to. Because uh, McKenna then gets really cut up and has a complete change of. Well, she'd already had a change of heart. That's she that's the other thing. Already, yeah. So so this isn't this isn't the crisis moment that forges no. their friendship. 
it's just it's the weakest of misunderstandings that's resolved really as often with mis- misunderstanding would be resolved in one sentence um yeah. but thumbelina it's again the thing is the thumbelina does have you know she's the strongest character in this and that's saying you know i'm stretching <laughs> the definition of 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 strongest but you know she is spunky and 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 brave, brave and stands her ground you the last thing she would do is just fly off with yeah. when she heard somebody say something she didn't like the sound of i would have thought she would have stepped out and said no like she did when she first or met like, mckenna <laughs> yeah or like been on mckenna's side and tried to get the other girls on side mm. and been like would you also like a sustainable purse made out of grass like she just fucks off and then McKenna's like oh shit then McKenna immediately goes to the field which she's able to do really easily on yeah on her bike on her bicycle I kind of like I kind of like the fact that she'd got on her bicycle and not you know got the fucking limo to take her or whatever it was and but it's it tied in again to this like it it did and she goes over the longest bridge in the world which hasn't been referenced i don't think in any other long distance shots but it was it was fine the cars are shit the, the but I, I did kind of like her going on her bike to go back but i promise you she you know oh lola the classic lassie bird took <laughs> just turned up again and um had taken thumbelina back to the yes to it. and 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 yeah and and suddenly we're in the in the final act of the movie and it's like, yeah, like nothing's it's happened so quickly and mckenna's like oh thumbelina even if you don't want to see me anymore you've taught me the power of friendship and i'm gonna stop the factory and thumbelina's like i forgive you and then they have this hug and i was like is this what the b movie is because like this is this is a weird friendship like did you get those vibes i was like this is weird yeah, I don't know how I'd interact with a two-inch tall person that could talk. It was... It was... It was, it was, it was like know. a hug that was like quite charged. Yeah. I was like... Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Were you, were, you, were, you, were you shipping again? <laughs> no, I wasn't. That was the thing. That's the thing. I was like, I don't... I have shipped sexy horses. I have shipped <laughs> mad people, but I draw the line at this weird, like whatever. This I think this is what the B movie is about. Yeah, I'm not here for it. <laughs> yeah, it was very strange. Um, so there, there was even an idea that I was like, "Oh, is she going to patch up McKenna's relationship with her parents? Is she going to get her parents like off their cell phones and into the arms of their child?" You know have that loving reconnecting moment so they spend ages getting the greenhouse all nice and because it's based on this photograph that again was laid down in the first act mm. um and i was like finally we're doing some shit and, and the parents come in and she makes a whole thing of like they steal the dad's phone because that's the only way they're going to get them into this greenhouse and they sit down and they start having tea and the phone goes off and she's like no dad you really need to listen to me and he and he turns off the phone and you're like we're getting somewhere and then she's like you need to stop the factory and they're like no and then they get up and leave and you're like <laughs> 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 i'd forgotten okay. i'd forgotten about that bit. i've got a very I'd, I'd skipped ahead because because <laughs> 
It was just so nothing. It was just so nothing. Because then Thumbelina comes. She's like, I can't explain it, but you can't, you can't build your factory there. And they're like, tough shit. See you yeah. later, kid. And then Thumbelina appears, and this is this is the worst bit of the movie. Thumbelina appears, and she's like, "Hello," and they're like, "What the fuck?" And McKenna's like, "This is Thumbelina. She's a Twillaby, and she lives in the field. And if you, if you um, dig it up, you're gonna kill a bunch of unborn Twillabies." And the parents are like, "Oh no, <laughs> we've got to stop construction." I know, right? <laughs> There's so much here about this. They, they just they just bend in the wind like like the weakest of reeds and have a total 180. But the thing is, they're never really, other than being a bit busy with work, which is hardly, it's, it's not it's as if she's, bi- she's not like Harry Potter stuck under the fucking <laughs> stairs or anything. She just gets everything. And they maybe are, you know, maybe they do throw money at the parenting problem and stuff like that. But... They're not bad, right? There's, no. there's never any sense that that they seem like you know lovely. They both work together on the same thing. It's a family yeah. business, and they're genuinely nice people. Just a bit busy with work, and instead of I don't know. Oh, look, we can make some money out of the Twillabies and put them in the zoo Literally. or something. Um, they just go. Oh no, you're right. Let's cancel everything and let's I go and. I thought we were gonna see like. Oh, are they going to try and utilize the Twillaby society? Are they going to try and make the Twillabies their slaves? Are they like, no, they're literally just ringing the construction people to be like, please halt production because of the unborn Twillabies that I just learned existed and now I'm invested in. Because McKenna was essentially implying, she was like, it's basically a nature reserve. There's like wildlife there that we need to preserve and you can't build a factory. It was her heavy implication. And they were like, no. And then the second they see Thumbelina, they're like, oh my God, we're monsters. We must stop this. And you're like, what? Yeah, it does. It's, what? If only all conversations resolved so quickly. I mean, that's that easy. There is an attempt. There is an attempt. Like it's like the original script person came back in for one day and added a line in this scene where she's like, You're gonna kill all of my unborn Twillabies if you continue with this project. And dad the dad goes, Quick, the phones and McKenna's like, Dad, are you really still just obsessed with your phone at a time like this? And he's like, No, McKenna, I need my phone to halt production. And she's like, Dad amazing like like there's one minuscule moment Mm. where she thinks they have like but it again it's like nothing so then the bridge that had been empty every other time that we crossed it on the bike is now like traffic jammed (laughs) (laughs) so mckenna has to ride her bike ahead of time to the field where the goons are like getting pelted at with acorns and they're like fuck this i guess i'm What's what's going on? (laughs) All right. Um, So that's when Myron steps up to be like, if it fucking kills me, I'm going to be the bad guy of this movie. If no one else is going to step up and be (laughs) the bad guy, I'm going to be fucking consistent. I want this world to be flat. That's my, (laughs) that's, that's, that's my one character motivation. (laughs) 
bad. Not not the man that's paying me that's cancelling the contract. I'm going to fucking make it flat if it kills me. Yeah. And and I don't care if I get paid for it. I, I, I need everything to be flat. And so he he starts riding the digger and he starts knocking down trees and for no reason other than the script told him to, he sees the like bunch of flowers that's where the Twillabies live and he just like makes a beeline for it in like a very obvious like, aha, yes, there's lots of shrubs and trees around me, but that particular shrub I've now decided is my like go to. That's like, my that's why? my white that's my white whale. That's yeah, that's like, that's where I'm going. That's the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> literally, it's like, oh, I can tell that that's where the main characters live, so I'm going to go to it. And you're like, fuck's sake. And then, again, not a bad scene. McKenna catches up with it after what feels like five minutes of Thumbelina unhelpfully and very annoyingly being like, come on, McKenna, cycle faster. We got to make this. If we don't make this, everyone's going to die. McKenna, this is all on you. Come on, McKenna, I know you can do it, but you need to cycle fast. And it's like, she is doing her best, Thumbelina. Like, she is a 13-year-old on a bicycle. We don't all have fucking weird mute birds to drag us around everywhere. (laughs) And she's, like, going up this hill, and she's clearly exhausted, and she's like, McKenna, don't give up now, come on. And you're like, anytime you want to fucking fly ahead... And, like, do anything at this point in this third act of your movie, Thumbelina. Like, feel free. (laughs) Again, you're meant to be the smallest person making the biggest difference. And yet, here we are with you just coaching on the sidelines. (laughs) Annoying. Backseat driving at its worst. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so it's quite sweet, actually. McKenna stands in front of of the digger and is like, stop, in the name of my parents, you need to halt production on this. And again a very good bit of Barbie writing where the man's like, hey kid, you're the child of the people that have employed me, right? Like, you're just a kid and I'm an adult trying to do my job, so can you please get out of the way? Like, this is cute and all, but like, I need you to get out of the way. And she's like, no, I'm not getting out of your way. So he's like, okay, like, if you don't get out of my way, I will make you get out of my way, which is the biggest threat we get in the whole movie. Mm. Um, but again, it's a very real conversation. I really liked it. It drew my attention again back from my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what are you, McKenna? And then the parents <laughs> turn up, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Again, like, "Oh shit!" If I knew that you knew she was here, then obviously I would have listened. I wouldn't have run her over. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that you're 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 you being is the only thing that's stopping me running over a 13 year old girl or however old she is with a with a giant piece of construction machinery phew <laughs> um and so it's like it's fine and then the, and then the twillabies take control of the digger and she couldn't open a french window earlier but now she can control a like gear stick and she, she, they all get inhumane strength from somewhere and they're able to completely understand how the digger works. I mean, even initially when we get to the apartment, how do they know what a dog is? Dogs, do know parents. What all, is? Yeah, that, that was one of my notes. How do they know what parents are? Then I stop listing things like, if they don't have anything to do with people, how do they know? How do they know what a fucking clutch bag is? That's You know, yeah. there's all kinds of... And there's no... There could be... Again, this is all absolutely fixable with five minutes extra in there you know she could have seen yeah. somebody with a clutch bag and oh that's interesting what's that you know um 
the, yeah. the toilet bees could have a completely different reprodu- reproductive life cycle, which would meant they'd have fully understood what a parent is. Um, yeah. But apparently they just do, and they make a big play of that toilet bees and humans don't mix together. Yeah. And they avoid they seem to them. They know all about their society. Yeah. Even I, though they live like the people in the village. Yeah. Right? They look, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, yeah, they look like the borrowers, but act like the people from the village. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> weird. It's weird. Um, so he then gets picked up by his own crane and then he's pelted with acorns and he's like, now he decides that his crew were right and he's like, there's something wrong with this place. And he runs off into the sunset in what, in what feels like three long minutes where we have a long shot from above watching him run off into this field with like no clear destination or end it's just field and they're watching him run and we're watching him run for what feels like fucking ages and it's not like over the hills into the sunset it's not like a classic shot you get of a movie villain being chased off screen it's it's literally like so flat and again, so thin that it's just really bizarre. We're just watching him get further and further across this flat field. Like, it's just bad visual storytelling. It's, it's, it is. It goes on too long. It's naff. It's just... It's so <coughs> weird. Yeah. And then, and then it's time. for the, And the only thing that's been planted that gets paid off is that at the very beginning, they wanted the wings so they could, for some fucking reason... <laughs> fly around while the new twillabies are being born which they could have done by the way lola the bird could have flown them around if they wanted to see it from above yeah (laughs) which is stupid anyway because everyone else is perfectly okay stood on the ground watching it happen and you don't get a better shot of it from being (laughs) up high (laughs) yeah it's just so weird but they invite the adults and the and and mckenna into again these people that were literally about to destroy the the land and now invited into the sacred area where the newborns are about to be birthed mm. and everyone's totally chill with that and they're like man that digger man was a real cop anyway let's see how this works and you're like but this was your idea like you bought this land you wanted to build upon it until like five minutes ago how dare you be here like i was angry on behalf of <laughs> oh and don't don't forget twillaby babies are born with their clothes on oh of course and little little upside down bluebell hats yeah because yeah because that makes i mean i'm not expecting complete biological accuracy in in my barbie movies but it's just yeah think about just these things <laughs> just i don't know just stop but you're right you're right and, and use that word sacred because there is that Impre- you know, this is a once a year wonderful thing that can happen and you're right mm. the people that are just about to kill you all yeah come on him come on come in, on him. i know it's a very christian thing to do but you know, <laughs> forgiveness and all that but weird so weird, weird in like a really boring sequence where the all the flowers just raise up and sparkle and open and you're like <sighs> again like the imagination that we've seen in these movies before, like this was just unimaginative. I was like, this is this is boring and it's lasting forever and it makes no sense and I don't care for it. And then the dad is like, again, within two sentences, he's like, but how are we? She's like, I'm so glad that we didn't murder all these children. And then he's <laughs> like, but, it, but if we wanted to murder these children, and someone else is going to also want to murder these children. How do we make sure that that doesn't happen? And then 
And then immediately he's like, oh, I've got an idea. And you're like, so why did you say that out loud? Yeah. Why didn't you just... Yeah, isn't this an idea they'd already dissed as well? Yeah. I thought they dissed the whole nature reserve thing. And now he just says... "Yeah, no." I mean, yeah, have they... Like, again, have they bought this land... I assume they've bought the land, so, like, so there's so, no so reason as to why... Anybody else would build on it, right? They've yeah, bought the land. Yeah, you own it. Yeah, it's uh, weird. So stupid. No, it's not so we stupid, come back, that's a better word. And we, we don't even learn that from him. We cut back to Barbie in her little nature reserve, who's like, and they turned it into a nature reserve. And then we get the big M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end, where the children are like, oh! <gasps> But if the Twillabies live in a nature reserve, and we're in a nature reserve, are we in the Twillabies nature reserve? Which would have been... Inception! <laughs> would have been a cute, ambiguous little like, oh, well, if we dream real hard, kids, maybe there are fairies in the shrubbery. Yeah. But no. There are actually fairies in the show. So, so she sends the kids off on a wild goose chase, looks up to a tree where we see the three Twillaby friends sitting there, and there's like a big wink or something goes on. And well, there's like a weird line where she's like, I didn't get stuck in the flower, as though like oh, that... all of those events actually happened, but Barbie has slightly told them differently, uh, that... or like maybe they didn't happen. Yeah, it, it's like what? <laughs> yeah, because there's the 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 one of the Twillaby. I can't remember if it's Chrysanthemum or Jessica or whatever their names are. Had Genessa. got Genessa, Yeah, had got <laughs> couldn't get when they'd got to the apartment. Hadn't been able to break free of the flower she'd been hiding in. Yeah, it lasted and, like seven minutes, and we'd all forgotten about it. And like you say, so it's like so is is. Barbie, an unreliable narrator? <laughs> what, what, what are yeah, we... Yeah, like, what? did this happen? Did it not? And also, like, I'm seven. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like... And if... Even if... It would be nicer if she'd... If it had been a... A repeated joke. Like... Yeah. But we never see Janessa and Chrysanthemum after they go back. All their no. actions until the finale are suggested when we see the whole poison ivy taking over the stuff. You know, we don't we don't really go back to them. So why why is she still harping on about something which happened sixty minutes ago that and, was and that was it, shit anyway? Is it meant to be a character thing where she's like, Well, I didn't do that and everyone's like, Yes, you did, like just admit it. Yeah. Or is it like a genuinely like I didn't do that and Barbie's an unreliable narrator? Yeah. Or how does Barbie know them? How does Barbie? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Where was Bar? Wouldn't it have been cool if Barbie was Mac- uh, McKenna, or oh God, or she'd been the shitty friend amazing. or something? You know, there's something to tie how she knows any of this. Yeah. Up. Because usually the structure works because it is a one-off story that Barbie tells as though it's like a fairy tale to a younger Barbie. It, and then it yeah, works. it's a fable that she's telling yeah. to teach a lesson. Whereas this, this had a weird blurred line. Yeah, this is a this is a fable that really happened, apparently, and maybe. Well, yeah, weird. I, I keep saying weird. Weird's the wrong word. Stupid. You said it stupid. earlier. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is just stupid. Calling it's it so weird stupid. gives it too much credit. 
Yeah, like Magic of Pegasus was weird. Yeah. This is stupid. Yeah, it is just stupid. Sorry. I... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, like, let me get my letterboxed up because we need to... I And even then, we were with these Twillabies in the tree and I was like, roll credits. And it didn't. And they kept talking and I was like, please, please end. <laughs> and it's only 75 minutes, but it dragged. Because, like, nothing happened. Yeah. I know exactly where I want to put this. But at the same time, it didn't upset me. It didn't... No, and and a lot of it, I was okay with. Yeah, it just felt like a, a TV show pilot that had been stretched out it happened a lot in the 70s and 80s tv shows would get these sort of feature length pilots and and they get shown on tv and that and and the success of that pilot things like battlestar galactica and things like that started out as tv show pilots and the response to the audience of that pilot meant whether the tv show got made and this is like a shit version of that because i guess if it had been really successful and millions of dvds have been sold we'd get the twillaby trilogy or a twillaby tv show on playhouse disney or something like that i think that's the sort of time we're in aren't we but instead it just felt shit and yeah do you know like we've talked about movies and at least you thought oh the dolls would be good Mm. a doll with a you know even even some of the weaker movies the dolls might be good or they've clearly sold they've they've created this movie to sell some dolls and maybe the like that, like the Island Princess. Like I don't think you were a huge fan of it. I liked it, but but the dresses, but the dresses was dress was amazing and and blah blah blah. This has just got nothing. But it didn't make me angry. It I was just bored, which I think yeah. is what you've said. And I never want to see Twillabies again. Yeah. I never want to I say the word again. I never want to that. see it written down. I'm going to block the site on the. On the Barbie um, movie Wikipedia, all those things. <laughs> I just want it to disappear. But, however, yeah. however, it's not as bad as the third Fairytopia film. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not even as bad as Barbie and the Diamond Castle. I'm going to put it out there. Well, because you got extraordinarily angry, but I fucking hate them. They are our bottom two, I think. They are. It. Do you know what? I wish I could tie it with Barbie and the Rockers out of this world. No, Barbie Rockers out of the world is better than this. I mean, that's full of similar weird shit and and nonsensical science. So they've got it's got that in common with it. <laughs> but they that had some songs in it that were quite cool. You know, I, I felt that it was like a Go Go's movie. This this hasn't even got music after that weird james bond opening it was downhill from there the and and i i i I don't hate it but i have no feelings for it and therefore i i i I put it between diamond castle and barbie and the rockers and i wasn't expecting barbie and the rockers to actually go up in any of our (laughs) (laughs) oh god i do worry that we're gonna be seeing this end of the leaderboard for a while now. I, I maybe, maybe. And and its biggest crime is 
we have had plenty of movies which are based on fairy tales or or ballets or um you've had a couple on ballets or sort of sort of well-known stories right and it's ploughed its own furrow but at least we've had characters that either have got the same names or the same themes or you know like christmas carol right no one's called scrooge or anything like that but we we get what they're doing yeah yeah um even nutcracker it has characters from the nutcracker opera um swan lake has nothing the story's nothing like the story of swan lake but it's still got but there's the vibe there and there's swans and lakes this has got nothing to do with thumbelina it should just be called yeah. barbie and the twillabies and that would be fine literally and, like and barbie presents the twillabies like let's introduce them as the concept that you clearly want them to be yeah don't yeah, Thumbelina's one of those dark stories, isn't it? One of those dark fairy tales that needs, I don't know. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, it's about like a child bride being mm. shoved from suitor to suitor. Mm, absolutely. There's, there's, And maybe that's not really suitable for a Barbie movie. I mean, are any of these fairy tales suitable for a Barbie <laughs> movie? More Ken's in. Could have, <coughs> could have opened up the Ken brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd... It's just, I'm just in a really weird place about it. And actually, I think you're quite right. The worry is, are we going to have a lot of this now? Yeah, I'm really scared that I've been pushing and pushing. Even today I was having a conversation and I was like, honestly, truly, these movies are good. Like, and not just good for what they are. They're like good. And now they've stopped being good. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, Christmas Carol's all right, but this is this, this is this is um, well, it's more than all right, but this is this is that worrying point we've been expecting since the beginning. This is the first one that I'm never going to watch again for any reason. There's nothing. There's, there's no reason to watch it because it's shit, and there's no reason to show anybody because there's some shit stuff in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I could show um, Diamond Castle. Because the, oh there was good bit in Diamond Castle. Remember the the, the sort of um, the, the the sort of fantasy house that her mate got drawn into. That's kind of cool, and yeah. and we could at least say, look at these shit dogs. Look at these fucking stupid dogs and yeah. and all that. There's there's nothing in here I want to say. Ah, oh, but look at the design of the Twillabies. Look at look at how brilliant this dog is with its teeth. Yeah. Look how brilliant um, that fucking what do you say it was a hummingbird is. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing in here, but it's, it's yeah. It doesn't. It's not even weird like the sea turtles that we. Oh seen, god! Like, I, I'm just having a flashback like... to that. <laughs> <laughs> like the elephant with eyelashes. <laughs> or like, or like you know, the, you know, there was general peril. We're going to poison the ocean and kill everybody in it. That is fucking peril, right? Yeah. This, this, we're going to stop this. this. Is... I mean, it's so easily fixed, as well. Just dig it up and put it somewhere else. So yeah, okay, I'm I'm, gro- I'm groovy. I'm groovy to have it there. But I think there will be worse. Ah, oh, right, okay. I'm ready, I'm ready for now for the musketeers. <laughs> I'm so ready for the musketeers. I'm so ready.